listening to The Nasty Table, the premier source for tabletop role-playing actual play. Now come on in, relax, and pull up a seat to The Nasty Table. Please be sure to follow us on social media. We're active on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at The Nasty Table. Set all the pictures up on the table. We have pictures of pictures and, and pictures of things. The gray is shooting in the dark. Investigative, tear that light detector apart, and it's not bugged. No, we, we got to do some digging into this Greek stuff. Whatever you choose to do off the clock, you are gambling with this case. I just don't understand what happened in that storage locker. Yeah, I go on google.com slash translate. <laughs> Probably get the pronunciation. Apsokos. Closest word is apsogos. Which means perfect. I was gonna say, can I say it? It's not gonna, it's, it won't change anything. Go ahead, Fatty. <sighs> like, Unreal. each island has like, it's like, oh, this island is like the god of whatever. That's this, this island is associated with that god. This island is associated with that god. So, like, my question was gonna be could we find any that Demeter? Islands that Demeter would be associated with. I was taking rips with you. I could see. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Because Decker probably never has been in this house, or like has been in it like years ago. You know, know, like he he probably be like, like, oh my god, you touch him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or he'd be like, you're missing this. Why isn't this here? (laughs) Exactly. Or he'd be like, yeah, I remember from the fucking. Obstacles, no, shit. Because it's like, like the there was this file here. Bitch, you know what I mean? I hate that. Yeah. Fold phone technology oh, is you. like really Sorry. racking Sorry, up again. You know the fold phone shit. The oh, new fold. Like shit. It's like it looks like a screen. And then it's the a thing. There's the flip, doing which again? is like the old flip phones. But then the fold is like a Samsung phone. That's like you it's open like it. It's yeah. It's like a fucking tablet. So you. So when it's closed, it's like a normal phone, but you can. Open. Yes, yeah, like a book. It's like a little pocket. <laughs> yeah, it's literally. It's uh, actually like. Then a, he has a stylus. And she's got D and D in real life. <laughs> Dude, everybody loves Baldur's Gate. Yeah, I know. It's blown the fuck. The up. reviews are like amazing. Yeah, I haven't played it. Have you guys played it? Our friend KP has been playing it. Yeah. The one who does the you the voiceover work. Oh, that's him. Yeah. Because yeah. I I know the. Uh, the stance was Sid. We can no, just do it here. To the nasty table. My name is KP. But I could just see it being like, how are you gonna RP in that? You have like four dialogue options, and that's it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, like I get the idea. There's certain things the game can do that Dude, it's like TTRPG can't. Yeah. Like what? Right. Give a distinct visual representation of what you're what you're playing. You do a good enough job, Joe. You mean it? Everybody knows. You paint a picture. I hope I'm descriptive. I try to work on that. I always try to keep in my mind that, like, when you guys walk in a room, I want to try and hit all five of your senses. 
I always forget to do that. Well, you smell like shit, so you got that one down. I True. also do leave a lot to your guys' interpretation. There's characters that I haven't given, like, very distinct descriptions of, you know? Like, I'll say who they're casted by if they're, like, an important NPC, but for the most part, I don't really do a lot of descriptive work. I kind of leave it up to you. It's something that I would like to work on, but at the end of the day, I don't think it matters because I think it's cool that, you know, if I didn't cast Lieutenant Longo, you guys would all have very distinct pictures of him in your head. I think that's yeah. what's fun about D&D, too. Yeah, like, I say, I think that's fun. Because we can all picture, like, what the 70s, what a 70s police department kind of looks like. Like, D&D, you're making your own shit. You yeah. Know? I feel like that has more of a picture. I do want to say... And it is with a very, very heavy heart. I'm actually going to read the exact wording. So, I have this gigantic note in my phone. It's called DN Ideas, which is just whenever something pops in my head, an idea for D&D, I write it in there. And it's very, very long. But there's one that I came up with recently, and I must have been drinking. But it really was an epiphany for me. Make everything larger than life. Fuck realism. Fantasy is fun. I don't remember writing that, but I see it you know, every time I open up this note, and it makes me think. Realism is cool, and I'm obsessed with realism when it comes to D&D. You know, I really like the the grim, dark kind of fantasy thing. It's very overplayed as well, but I do like it for because I think that it's a good vehicle for narratives. But dude, high magic, high fantasy, super wacky shit, that's fun as fuck. That's why we play D&D, because that's wacky and wild. We don't want to deal with, you know... Because, dude, when I'm writing, and it's so fucked up. I know why I wrote this. I don't remember writing it, but I know why I wrote this. Is because, like, when I'm planning, like, quests, right? I can't help myself from... It'll be, like, about, like, a dragon or something and, like, a mystical treasure. But eventually, I'll end up writing and tying it into, like, trade unions. And, like, shit like that. Because I just can't help myself. Like, my mind always goes down to, like, the baseline super realism thing about, like supply and demand and shit like that so I, I hope in this campaign when we start it that I break of myself that habit because it's a very bad habit that I have where I try to root everything so deeply in reality in a fantasy setting but hopefully I can fix that fuck realism I say fuck realism that's own baby fuck it do you all agree with that sentiment I do I do personally 100% yeah, yeah. Same here. fuck realism Fuck I realism. Ain't, I ain't playing D&D for give realistic a try. shit. Yeah, absolutely. Do you plan on... We haven't talked much about it, but... Is, is like, what kind of campaign... Like, is this gonna be, like... A shorter-term campaign, like this Delta Green I'm campaign? I'm really excited for Delta... Or D&D. Well, my whole idea that I outlined before we even started recording this... Was this idea of modular framework narrative. Where you guys will play a campaign... From like level one to say seven or eight, right? And that's a full campaign for all intents and purposes. We'd be doing that for probably two years, a year and a half. And then we'd switch to brand new characters in a different place, doing a different story up to a stopping point. And then we switch again to something else, switch again. And But the idea is that all these stories slowly begin to coalesce and connect together to an eventual end. At least that's how it's planned. Do you remember us having... Uh -huh. I talked I about this. Yeah. It's like your own MCU. Mm. Yeah. 
the the nasty table cinematic. cinematic universe. Yeah, you're gonna get played out by the fourth year. We'll see. <laughs> Go to a bunch of small. Shows. But I think that this is cool because, like, once when we when we move on to a new campaign, quote unquote, those characters aren't going anywhere. We can always come back to them. They always will exist. And they might even come back as player characters in another time that we pick up where we left off or NPCs or something, you know. I think that it's very dynamic. It's very interesting. And yes, I know that the goal is to get up to high level play. And this kind of pushes that off a little bit. So we won't get up to like level 20 as soon as we normally would, but we will get there eventually. The reason that I want to do it like this is because, one, we get to explore more settings, more characters, more stories, and two, it doesn't really have an ending point until we decide that there is one. Because theoretically, you can just keep going and going. That's also subject to change. Might not do it like that. Everything that I do and every decision that I make on how we play is completely based off up to, you know, what you guys think. So. Sweet. If I could please have a recap of the last session. Do you you like that? <laughs> Somehow the table saw is better than that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I would much prefer the table saw. Uh, mm, would you rather lose yeah. your legs or your hands? I would rather lose my legs than my hands. Yeah. 100%. Uh, I can get those cool robo yeah, bumper dude, legs. You don't have your hands, you can't do shit. Yeah. I can't jack my fucking wiener. <laughs> Pet my dog. Dude, could dog. you could you imagine like having to learn what? how to eat with like a That's fork like the most important thing. Like th that like, like in that order, that's the most important things that I do with my hands is like jack my dick. At my, your dog? At my dog. I thought you said at your dog. No. I thought you were talking about jerking your dick at your dog. No. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. No. You wear silk robes and shit. Oh, yeah. I'm the weirdo. weirdo. Yeah. I actually got a really nice pair of silk pajamas my sister thrifted for me, and they're fucking awesome. Why are you looking at him? He's a fucking fruit. <laughs> cut that. Cut that. No. Yeah, you let us in. Don't talk to Mike Finn about being a fucking fruit. What? Water with lemon. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> Yo. So, on your way to Weiss Clay's house, after departing from the library and doing some research, the four of you are in a car, and we'll establish which car that is in a second. The city of Linwood is quiet at this time in the day. It's around two o'clock. Not much going on. Eventually, you make your way to Sierra Lane, to Weiss Clay's home. The driveway, as much as you've seen it prior, nothing has changed. You park the car. And what do you guys do? Get out the car. Who's driving? What car is this? I'll drive. And this is my dispatch car. Gotcha. I'm going to go check the tape on the door. Get out of the car? Yeah, we do that by... I guess checking the back. Yeah, get out of the car. So as you, put the tape? as you guys are getting out of the car, right before Roy's about to close the door, you hear Sergeant McNeil. Grab the uh, uh, radio. Copy. 
it is Aaron Lang. I am at the hospital with your little Nancy here. Uh, the baby has been born. Copy that. Baby's healthy, Nancy's healthy? No. Uh, baby's being rushed to emergency surgery. As we speak, there's a couple of birth defects that the doctors are still trying to figure out. Uh, but I have Laura with me now, and, and she's kind of a little upset. She doesn't know exactly what's going on, but... Can we hear this, too? Yeah. Check out, check out, uh, how's Nancy doing? How's Nancy? Uh, she's okay, as it seems now. Uh, I don't think that she knows that there's a problem with the baby. I'm still trying to put stuff together because the doctors won't really talk to me. All I know is that there's a couple of birth defects. Baby's getting rushed to surgery, but Nancy's fine. She's alive. Um, uh, yeah, go ahead. And, uh, uh, sorry, Caleb here. Um, was this baby, uh, do you got a, uh, a time at birth? 1.58 p.m. Um, alright, and I think it goes without saying, but if you could report anybody that, uh, tries to enter the hospital or asks any suspicious questions about the child. You got it. Take it back. I grab it. She's okay. got a name. Name for a baby? The baby? Uh, it's a boy. Uh, they don't have a name for it yet. Okay. I don't know how long we're gonna be here. If we have time, we should. We should. I'm curious enough to run. We should uh, run to the wanna, hospital. I want to know what's wrong with that baby. Me yeah. too. I mean, how urgent is what we're doing right now? I would... We could go to the hospital. We could come back here with uh, Becker. Yeah, let's do it. Could, can I check the tape real quick? Yeah. Just just yeah. to ease our minds? Well, sure. Yeah, check. We have to, if you disturb it, just reset it. That's I'm saying to go around the back door. Because oh, yeah. there's no tape on the back door, right? Um, Table's on the front door? Yeah. So you can go inside from the back door. I mean, we, we locked... Isn't everything locked? Is it? It'd At least the, I remember the back door being locked. Yeah. Hope you guys. Is there a way to check it and reset it? Yeah, there's a way that he kind of set it up in which, like, if you open the door, you can tell if it's been opened prior. How would that work? What's what? How can he go in the front door to see if anyone's been in there? Like you would. Oh, how could he check it? Yeah. Or how can you check it? How can it be checked? Well, I don't know if you, like... Oh, I would have to go in, and and if it breaks, right? And, like, or, I, you know, I would have set up, like, a fall trap, right? You know, like, break a line, something happens. Like a little, like, marble or something? Yes. Okay, yes. yeah. So, yeah, yeah if it the trap works, when yeah. we open the door, we know that no one has done it. And gotcha. you would assume, you know, something that's, like, you kind of tell if someone reset it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I imagine it's a marble falling on carpet kind of yeah or like a glass of water that too yeah yeah oh yeah okay you could tell you know like oh there's a there's a wet mark gotcha so you open the door Mm. there is no puddle of water or marble fallen or anything like that you were certain that this door has not been opened prior to opening it now okay reset it 
um, head back out the back door, locking it behind me. Gotcha. Alright, Sarge, I'm gonna head back into the hospital. I'm just radioing in from my car now. Um, anything you want me to do in here? No, Lang, we're gonna meet up with you very shortly. We'll be there ASAP. That's fine. I mean, I don't really... You don't have to. I kind of got things under control here. I can just tell you what happens. Unless you really want to come. I mean, I, I, it's not like I mind your company or anything like that. If you want to come over, that's completely fine. I just, you know, kind of got things under control here. Sarge. We, tr we definitely trust you, Lang. You're, you're a good dude. We're going to head over. See you soon. Over. Copy that. Over and out. Alright. I get. In, I sit in my car. Okay. I turn on... I assume everyone's in the car. Mm -hmm. Okay, I turn the siren on. And I go to the hospital. Drive to the hospital. You guys head to the hospital? St. Mary's? Yes. Making your way there, it's a very large hospital. Linwood is known for having a very, very good healthcare system. There's several large hospitals across the entire city. Uh, this one is one of the bigger ones. Make your way into patient parking, visitor parking. Not hard enough to find a parking spot. Also considering the fact that you're driving a police vehicle, it's not too hard to find a spot to park. Park. Get out. Make your way into reception. What do you do? I, uh, I'm like, fucking, I'm like, I, I walk behind you guys, fuck it. I walk behind you guys, you do it. Let's fuck get in it. there. Yeah. Walking yeah. up in there. Into reception. Mm -hmm. Guy behind the counter, wearing scrubs, flipping through some, uh, why can't I think of the word? What are they called? What are those boards? Clipboards. Flipping through a couple of clipboards. Doesn't seem to raise his head as you approach. LFPD. Looking for uh, Nancy Gosman. Nancy Gosman, yeah, give me one second. And he goes through a couple of files. Uh, she's on the third floor. Room 323. Thank you. Let's go, boys. Third floor. Head up the elevator. To the elevator. Yep. Punch 3F. Go up. Things open. The first thing you see as the doors open is, like, chairs that kind of line along the wall, sitting in two of them. Officer Aaron Lang and Laura Gossman. How does the kid look? She's kind of sitting there, looking around. Doesn't look particularly upset. She's not crying. She's not screaming. Lang rises as you guys come in. You can see him. It's Aaron Lang. Lanky, jittery. Looks up as you guys walk in. Just walk up to him. How goes it, gentlemen? Well, we should be asking you that. How does it feel in here? Is there like a lot of chaos in these halls or is it kind of chill? No, no, it's it's pretty chill. Um, Do you know where the kid is? Surgery. Where? 
he kind of looks towards Laura and like steps, like nods over kind of to the side and steps over. Well, so she gave birth and the doctors said that there were some issues that needed to be taken care of and that she would have to let the baby go to surgery. It's a ward. It's right down the hall. I saw the baby, if it matters to you. What was wrong with it? What was wrong with it? Well, since I radioed in with Sarge, I tried to poke and prod around. Uh, seems like there's a couple of defects. Uh, cleft palate, limb deficiency. One of the doctors said that the kid had a shorter left arm than right arm. Um, and a heart defect. So I don't know exactly what they're doing surgery-wise. Um, Nancy does not know. Okay, well... He kind of purses his lips. I just want to find out what's wrong with the heart. All due respect, detective. They're kind of busy right now. And they yelled at me for even asking. I don't think that they really have the time. How's Nancy? Like I said, she doesn't know... Uh, I mean, she gave birth and seemed happy enough. They took the baby away, didn't say, you know, what or where. But since we're outside the room, we weren't really in there with her. So we just happened to overhear. And when I say we, I mean me and Laura. She just knows that something's wrong. Laura doesn't really know exactly what's going on, but... She's kind of picking up on the energy. What do you guys want to do? You didn't see anyone that drew you off race and flags even the slightest bit this whole time? I've been paying attention since 4 o'clock in the morning when I first stepped foot in here, and I can tell you with the utmost confidence that I have not seen one suspicious individual yet. Should we, uh, Go in and check on her? Yeah, we should. I want to sweep the floor before, like if they go in. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll catch up with you in just a minute or two. Uh, I want to sweep the floor, look for anything. Um, a- anyone that looks suspicious? Um, y- you know, like not staff or like clearly visiting some other room. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of want to look to see if anything... Inner around the, you know, uh, threshold to the room looks like tampered to be with. And then when I get into the room, kind of check that out too. Okay. All right. Roll a general just search check for me. Roy, uh, who's stepping in with you? I'll go in. Jerry as well or no? Mm hmm. Yeah. The three of you step in. Okay. What we get on search? 61 on 55. All right. So you're making your just general sweep the three of you step in you see there is a nurse who is stationed there nancy is laying in the bed not pregnant anymore surprise surprise she's laying on her back she looks flushed um color is kind of more in her face than you've seen prior uh her face is red she looks like she's visibly sweating she's got probably about three or four blankets on top of her She does not immediately look up as you step in, but the nurse does. The nurse steps forward 
rather quickly, two or three large strides, and just kind of like positions herself between you and Nancy. Can I help you, gentlemen? Yeah, we, we're with, uh, and I peek over. Is Nancy looking at us? No. She's kind of got her head turned, and she's looking out the window. Okay. We're with the, uh, Linwood Falls Police Department. Show the badge. Visiting. Visiting Nancy. And I, uh, peek over the nurse's shoulder, and I say, Happy Labor Day. Nancy kind of, like, turns her head and, like, locks eyes with you, and she gives a genuine smile. Is she handcuffed to the bed? Yes, she is. At this point, you notice it. You would have noticed it eventually, but since you asked, yes, she is handcuffed to the bed. All due respect, officers, uh, the patient is resting and trying to recuperate, so if you wouldn't mind, if you have any questions or anything like that to kind of hold off for, you know, the next two or three hours, just for the healing process. Uh, do it. Yeah, I mean, totally. Yeah, we can, we'll step out. We'll step out. Can I roll human on this nurse? Yeah, go ahead. Six on a 52. You get an interesting read. You get the feeling that you're not, this isn't the first situation like this that she has ran into cops trying to interrogate a pregnant woman or ask questions to a pregnant woman who has recently given birth or maybe is going through some sort of traumatic injury or something like that. She seems like she knows how cops operate and she's trying to get ahead of that. Medical professional above all else. Not as like a woman trying to protect another woman from... No, this, this seems to be a medical professional thing. Okay. She gives you a smile. Step back out. Roy and Jerry follow. I want to ask her a question. The nurse? Yeah. Sure. What do you say? I want to be very quiet. Mm-hmm. Ha- am I close enough that if I whispered to her or something that yes. Nancy could hear? Yep. Is there any way you would talk to us outside? Sure. Yes. Please. Yeah, we all go out out, Mm -hmm. out the hall. And she steps out to follow. Now I want to kind of be quiet. Mm -hmm. And she's kind of starting to walk towards like a main desk that's kind of at the corner. You follow her? She does? Yes, you follow her? Yeah. Sure. Uh, Listen, I I understand you're trying to protect her and everything. We're just trying to find out, is everything okay with the baby? Do you know what's wrong? Yes. I was was given some information on that. We just want to... Make sure everything's okay. Well, we don't want to upset Mrs. Gossman right, right now. Right, we're not going to talk to her. Thank you. The child was born slightly prematurely, which okay. in itself is not a huge problem, but there are several other birth defects that we did notice. I clued in the other officer there, but cleft palate, there's a limb deficiency. The child itself, we think that there's some sort of heart problem. That's why we rushed it over to surgery in order to see what we can do to fix it. But the outlook right now is not great. The surgery's for the heart, correct? Yes. Okay. Even if the child does survive, it is 
disfigured. Would you say that this is common in drug users? And I mean, we had to set Miss Gossman up with an IV, and it's not that hard for someone like me to notice track marks. So, yes, it is common with drug users, and Miss Gossman seems to be one. Okay. Are these common defects in users? Yes. Okay. I mean, she does. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, ma'am. Thanks very much. I think uh, we'll step back and talk to our fellow officer. Well, if it's any good coming from me, there's not a great chance that this child survives. And that woman, even though she is a drug user, she's under a great amount of stress. So if the worst case scenario happens, I've seen it happen before. Please give her space. Because right now, the doctor gives it an 80% chance that the child dies. Okay. Understood. I do need to ask before we, we go a separate ways. Is there any chance that we can see the baby? No. It's a clean room. No one in or out. It would really help us as well as the mother if we saw the baby. Why? It's confidential information. No. I cannot permit you to see the baby. We don't need to see the baby, but can we at least... Can you can you guys contact us? Can I give you our contact information and just contact us when you find out what's wrong with the heart? And that's it. Sure. Okay. I write down our information. If you call the department, only ask for these names. I, I wrote our names. Okay. Yeah, and she takes it. Officers. She gives you a nod. Turns tail and walks away. We gotta interrogate that fucking baby. You <laughs> do. <laughs> detector what test. do you know? Lie detector test the baby. <laughs> Shake the fucking baby. Who put you in her pussy? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Who was it? Who put you Whose in Whose balls did you come out of? I don't know. So, something... It seems this something's very weird about this. Like I don't know, Nancy. Nancy, who, all that we can tell, has been a habitual drug user for years. Correct. Mm -hmm. Managed to have two kids yep. that she might have been. You know, they they could stuff could have been wrong with those two kids too. But they didn't have like crazy deformations and abnormalities, right? So like. She was willing to give up her one kid, right? So, like, why was she having this second kid if she's, like, broke, living in a trailer, can't really afford to do this? This is probably, like, the worst decision you could make would be to have another child. And then is willingly doing drugs while she's on it. So, clearly, this is... This is this this kid's, like, transactional. This It has to be. There's no way... She, right? Like, I mean, I assumed that from the beginning... To be honest, was that that? Well, like well what I'm saying is now thing. the kid's out. Yeah. So like now we really gotta like face the music and figure out like what. Maybe this is like. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Well, that's why I'm saying like, just tell us what's wrong with the heart. If it's gonna die, it's gonna die anyways. And then it's like, if we do, we if if they're like for some reason the heart was black, then we could be like, oh, thank you, and then walk away and be like, what the fuck, guys? Like we need the body, you know. Well. Uh, I mean, are we walking out at this point? Are we still upstairs? 
Yeah, I, I mean, you guys are still upstairs. Aaron Lang is sitting next to Laura, and no one has gone back into that room with Nancy after the nurse left. Did the nurse walk back in? No. Is the nurse watching our area? No. She turned tail, walked away, and turned a corner. How'd my search go from before? Yeah, so you don't see anyone suspicious. You don't see anything that kind of sticks out. There's nothing alarming or alerting that you notice, even at, like, the threshold into the door, if you, like, kind of poke under to see anything that's kind of a red flag. You don't see anything. I mean, what if she meant to do this? And started selling the next kid, whoever made this thing, she was trying to kill it. She ran from you two days ago. She did. She didn't give a fuck. Risk getting tackled. It's an empty room right now. I'm not going into question her. I'm not going either. She's in custody. <clears throat> we can ask her whenever we want. I mean, I'm not 100% respect the nurse, but if she needs two hours to recuperate, just give her two hours to recuperate. If she can answer the questions to the best of her ability. I agree. Yeah, we can wait. Yeah. Lang's at the door. Mm-hmm. Okay. A little bit off from the door, maybe like another door down is where those mm -hmm. chairs start. Time is it? Uh, we're looking at about like 2.30. Think that scene in the Dark Knight where the Joker's just in a medical mask and you can't tell. <laughs> that was the nurse the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was RJ, but she takes off the mask and we realize. Oh my. It was fucking Marsha. <laughs> It Yo. was Marsha. Mm -hmm. I go rip her mask off. <laughs> Where is she? Where's Rachel? Where's Rachel? Where's Rachel? Where is she? I go shake the baby. Where's Rachel? All right, what do y'all want to do? I mean, the original plan was to go back to Weiss's. If we have the time. <sighs> what did we come here for, then? We kind of just came here just to... Be told to wait. You want to go on a question? I think it's very risky. I think so too. I'd rather she's in a good. We're on the third. Never mind. I was gonna say, oh, you guys are talking about the window, <laughs> third floor. <laughs> you'd probably break a leg. You won't die, but you'd probably break a leg. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to see that baby, but can't get in that room. There's no viewing rooms for this kind of surgery center? There's not like a viewing gallery? You've experienced surgery rooms that do have viewing galleries. The way that she specified it was that it's a clean room. Now, all surgery rooms are clean rooms, they're supposed to be, but the you asked to see the baby. She said you can't, so you would assume that there's probably not a gallery. Got it. Whether or not you can force your way in there because your police is up to you. But do we want to? What, questioner? No, look at the baby. Uh, like how bad do we want to look at the baby? I don't think we're going to see much. It's just whatever's going on in the heart is all we... And they'd have to cut it open in the we, we could cut it open. Did you guys ever play Last what? of Us? 
You guys ever played Last of Us? You played Last of Us? Yeah. You know, and that the, the very, like, last part where Joel is going through the hospital. Oh. And, and Ellie's ha- under oh. for surgery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we see, we could do that. <laughs> see, we could do that. <laughs> I pull my pocket off. I start walking towards the cleaner. I'm kidding. Yeah, okay. I mean, to be fair, we see that kid has a black heart. They tell us the kid has a black heart. Where does that put us? That's true. What does that change? What new avenue does that lead to? It's just more information. More nothing? That's not nothing to me. Well, what do you do with it? I think that confirms that we can grill the shit out of Nancy right now. Right? What does Nancy... What would Nancy know? Yeah, she's just no, a um, Well, I mean, she can... T- we don't know anything about this this child. Like, like how it was... The terms it was conceived on, the whole pregnancy, we don't know anything about it. So if... It comes out that this child is black lung, which means it's obviously implicated in the case. That the child is implicated in the case. <laughs> um, you know, then we could we have grounds to grill the fuck out of Nancy in an interrogation, right? Yeah, yeah we could. Like clearly, you like okay. You you knew this kid was bait. You knew this kid was bait. Ray, roll sanity. Sixty on a fifty-four. You're gonna lose one point of sanity as you catch yourself referring to a dying child more as a piece of evidence than a dying child. And it kind of it kind of stops you for a second, where you're having this conversation and you're talking this out, and you kind of like catch yourself almost like whiplash, where it's like this baby has a good chance to die, and I'm referring to it as if it's evidence or collateral in an in an interrogation. Just for a second, it kind of sets an uncomfortable baseline. I mean, I understand what you're saying because it opens up the possibility that she could have been taking those Sean Gosman pills in order to implant something. Well, you know? the recent police report from Gentry and the other cop whose name I forget, she had shit in her name disposed. That's in that report. And it was an abundance of pills. So maybe like, she could have been doing it a while ago. That's true. Sure, maybe she she could have been thinking, doing it for six, seven months before. She's now, thinking she's saving this potential child that's already, like, you know, damned somehow. Or she's just addicted to whatever pills she was taking and, like, just doesn't give a fuck. But like, she didn't start. She wasn't. She was only getting the COPD meds for Bobby, she wasn't getting them for herself. That's what she told us. In the police report, it's not just the COPD, though. Like, it, there's a pregnancy pill or whatever. Yeah, but that's yeah. prenatal vitamins, correct? It's not that one. It's one of the other ones that are under there. Can I try to find that nurse? Yeah. If you wait a little bit, maybe near the tail end of your conversation, she turns the corner again. At this point, you have a feeling that your window of entering the room has closed as the nurse approaches. Do you stop her before she enters the room? Yeah. Um, excuse me, um, they, um, they brought Nancy here, uh, this morning? Yeah, early in the morning. Uh, did they state specifically why this hospital? It's the closest one. Okay, she didn't have a, uh, specific doctor here? Any doctor that she told you that she was seeing? Yeah, we do have her doctors on record, yeah. Oh, okay, are they doctors at this hospital? No. Oh, okay, where was she, uh, coming from? 
I'm not at liberty to give you that information, unfortunately. Unless it's related to an open case and you have a warrant. Would uh, I be able to get that? A warrant? To find out who her doctor is? She's asking for one. I mean, you would need one legally. Yeah, but is that something we can get easily? Since she's... It is an open case. Yeah. Like we have her under custody. <clears throat> You're asking how easy it is to get a warrant? Yeah, what I think in my head would be to get a warrant for this information. Yeah, it would probably take a day, though. Okay. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. She gives you a nod and enters Nancy's room. Closes the door behind her. You want to call the lieutenant and try to get that moving? Yeah. Yeah, let's go back out to the, uh, out to the car. Uh, before you step away, Aaron Lang kind of stands up and says, uh, Sergeant, could I talk to you for a second? Sure. Yeah. And he kind of steps off to the side and you walk with him. Uh, so, you know, I've kind of been busy, uh, but I've been watching over the girl. <clears throat> What's going to happen with her? Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, her mom gets locked up and she has to go to an orphanage. Is it okay that she's under our custody right now? Can I... <clears throat> can I roll, like, law or something to see if that is okay? Or is that something I would know? Roll law. Forty-five on a fifty-six. Might be a problem later, but it's not a problem now, or probably for the next few days. So, so what would prevent this from being a problem? In handing her over to a protective service. Okay. Not that uh, CPS exists at this point in time, but there are equivalents. Okay. That would as you say, hand her over to an orphanage. Yeah. I... I, like, nod my head at Lang, and I step back to the group, and I'm like, Lang, Lang's made a good point to me. Um, <clears throat> I mean, when, you know, when, the, when we clock out for the day, what's gonna... What should we do with the girl? Right? Uh... It could be a problem in the future, so maybe we hand her over to, you know, a protective service, you know, supervisional service right now. I thought the whole reason we went and got her was because <clears throat> we couldn't trust her not under protection, real protection. She said it herself. Bobby wanted the... Bobby wanted her. Bobby's dead. <laughs> Bobby wasn't the only one working. <clears throat> I don't think there's anybody out there that wants her. I'm with Caleb on this one. We gotta keep her with us. So how do we keep her? She can't just stay at the office, you know, 24-7. You can't have Lang watch her 24-7. Yeah. 
talk to the lieutenant, see if we can get somebody switched over on her. Hopefully babysitting shifts only last a couple days, I mean... Where's the girl gonna sleep? In a cell? She can't sleep in a cell. Maybe somebody takes her back to her house, she watches the house. She's gotta go somewhere eventually. Yeah, Why it's wait? It's not a bad idea, at least for this evening. I mean, we did talk about, um... You know, this meetup's supposed to go down today, so we want to have some patrolmen. Uh, yeah. All our big, big red flag spots. So maybe we uh, have her sleep at home tonight and have, have one or two uh, of our guys posted up there making sure she's all right. Absolutely. I mean, like we said, if we only have days left to finish this case, how much does it hurt? Are we allowed to do that? To do what? You said let her just go home and have somebody stay in the trailer? Are you allowed to just do that? Before we, I mean, we're at a point where we can walk in and out of that trailer as we want. Right, that's how we got in there. We were able to officially sort through her shit. Would we know if you were allowed to do this or not? Well, so this is complicated. You can enter that premises because the uh, resident of that premise is in custody. So yeah, I mean, it's not a huge issue to, you know, enter that at will. The issue, however, is that Nancy Gossman is in custody, but she is not under arrest. You need to get her to sign that confession. Once that's happening, then you can go through the official arrest, and then more of those avenues open up. You can do whatever you want. This is a fantasy game. I was going to say, that would be a terrible moral decision to, like, get her all loopy and shit to sign <laughs> her confession and then be like, ha, I gotcha. <laughs> Fuck, she's got to sign that shit? Don't we have enough on her to just arrest her on our own will? Yeah, you have a confession that is not yet signed. The second that confession is signed, that's enough evidence. Mm -hmm. But she has to sign. She has to sign it. She has to make that decision. We can't make her. The document needs to be signed. Mm -hmm. And she is aware. I mean, she's in fucking custody. She knows we told her why she's in custody. Mm -hmm. We have her old confession on recording. Yeah. And we have any. But the thing is. And we, halfway transcribed. We you started the transcription on it as well. We haven't given her the paper yet. Like, we haven't even entertained that idea. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, in like two hours, let's do it. I mean, I think... I mean, obviously, we could just make her sign a confession in later, but I think the big thing is... She's not a great person, but... Do any of you guys really have the... No. Uh, really have a good feeling if the only one here is locked up is Nancy. Not at all. Um, I mean... The way I see this, you know, this whole family at the trailer park is Nancy's a piece of shit, but if she goes down real hard, then we're just taking down two people because her daughter's not going to benefit anything if her mom just gets locked up forever. Yeah, but she can't get, she can't not get locked up. She I can't know. get away with this. 
I'm She's just done saying, horrible, horrible, horrible stuff. I'm just saying that at least if she can point us in the right direction, let's look out for her daughter. Absolutely. She does seem remorseful, you know. I mean, she... She practically killed her baby. Oh, listen, give her hell. I'm just saying, look out for her daughter, because that kid's just getting caught in the crossfire. Yeah. Just something to consider. Hmm. Alright, you want to go back to Clay's? Yeah, I start walking back to the car. Start walking back to the car, leaving behind Aaron Lang, Laura, and Nancy Gossman. You guys make your way down the elevator, back outside, into the car. Vroom, vroom. Sorry, did we have did we have the arrest citation on us, or is that not something that would be in the car? For what? For Nancy. The confession? Yeah, like uh, to sign to, you know, consent or whatever to being arrested. No, that's back at the station. Okay. Okay. Do yeah. you want to call about that um warrant on her uh on her doctor? Um Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. On the radio, you're saying? Or just on the phone? Yeah. Do we trust that line right now? Your radio? Just a longo. Do you? Do we have a direct line just a longo or does it go to the whole station yeah you have longo like there's a radio that's just in the vcu yeah okay i'll turn the car on and i'll pick it up hand it to you uh longo's caleb uh officer o'connor detective o'connor i don't know what the fuck i am what the fuck yeah. am i <laughs> i don't know who i am who am i what am i oh jesus <laughs> Lieutenant, do you read me? Uh, Detective O'Connor here. This is Longo. I read you. I thought you were going to um... Psh. No, there's no... There, it's only the first. It's only the... At the beginning, there's no... At the end. Uh, we were... Uh, did you hear about Nancy? She um, she gave birth, but the, uh, the child had some... Uh, Issues. We were talking with a nurse about um, trying to discover more into um, possibly the medication she got or um, how this baby was um, uh, doing along the way. And we were wondering if we could get a, um, a warrant for uh, that information. Yeah, Aaron Lang said that he had some information he wanted to tell you guys. But uh, no, I, I didn't know that Nancy gave birth. Uh, what good does it do for the case if we understand how she got this medication or why she got this medication? What, what's the point? I mean, I think that my lead goes back to, um, it goes further than that. It's finding out who was still prescribing Sean this medication and why he was still getting COPD medication without being, uh, seen in at least a year. Based on her confession, she says she hasn't talked to Sean in a decent amount of time, so what's to say that her prescriptions are related to his? She was still getting, uh... She was still getting scripts for these, right? As far as we know, yeah. But I'm just saying, 
I can waste the judge's time and try to get this information, but how does strictly this information about how she got prescriptions and who prescribed them to her in specific, how does that help us? I was wondering more about, uh, I guess that leads into if we can get a warrant on uh, finding out Sean's information and uh, the doctor that uh, was prescribing these COPD medications and uh, also Bobby's. Well, that's going to come down to finding out the pharmacy that they got it from, which you guys do know at least. So, yeah, I mean, maybe. That's a different thing, though. That's not Nancy. Getting the warrant for Nancy's medical information is completely unrelated to Bobby and Sean's at this point in time. And that's a harder argument to make to the judge. Hang the radio back up. I sit back in my seat. Uh, put the car in drive. Reverse, back out of the spot in the drive. Heading to Weiss Clay's house? Yeah. Back to 1 Sierra Lane. You guys make your way there pretty quickly. At this point, it's maybe about quarter to three. Get out, shut the uh, shut the car off, close the door, and make, you know, walk up to the house and just, without activating the trap if possible, just keep walking in. Sure. As the glass of water falls, you catch it rather <laughs> deftly. Yeah. Okay. All four of you making your way into Weiss's house? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Making your way in, you guys are in the <clears throat> foyer. Is there any sign of anyone coming in? You know, like maybe even like uh, beyond the trap. Uh, what are you looking for in specific? Uh, the is the ground is the foyer floor carpet or all carpet? Any tracks on the carpet or um, yeah, tracks on the carpet. Roll search or like a sign of the door swiping, you know, sweeping over the carpet while opening. 78 on a 55. You don't notice anything, no? In the foyer of Weiss Clays, what do you guys want to do? Go up to the study? Yeah. Making your way up to the study. Passing the bathroom. And at the end of the hall, you see the bedroom door. Study door is closed. You open it. Carefully. Open it slowly, and you see the same study that you saw prior. Uh, I did not ask. But what did you guys do with the money that was in that desk? Definitely left that there. Yeah. Yeah. In the desk? Did you close the desk back up? Yeah, like try to put it back as we found it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. You step in, you see the, the bookcases, the filing cabinets, the desk... Papers still strewn about it. The gun case as well is there. Um, can I look through the D section in the filing cabinet? Yeah. You open up the filing cabinets, go to D. There's a decent amount of stuff in there related to Greek history, general anthropology. Um, and there are some research papers for Demeter. Decent amount. More of a 
historical analysis of themes in the gods' worship. Or I should say the goddesses' worship. Okay. I I want to skim them. Like, try and gather some themes. <laughs> like, you know, if the research papers are actually, assume there's like abstracts that yeah. I could just kind of like peruse through. Do you want to spend a decent amount of time going through all these? Because if um, you keep going through, because not just under D's, are you expanding your search to more? Because maybe T has themes of worship of Demeter and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. I'll yeah. expand that a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Anyone else doing anything? Is this just like almost like an encyclopedia that he has here? Or is there like topics about like personal things to him, like people? The Based off of whoever, I don't remember exactly who did the first search of this. I believe it was Chup. Uh, Ray found that it's no, it's strictly research information. It's nothing like that. The only other thing that's in here other than that is his um, personal documents, which is bills, work history, bank account statements, mortgage, car loan payments, stuff like that. Had we gone through that? Yes. Okay. Um, and then are those papers that were out on the desk still out on the desk? Yes. Can I go through those again? Yeah. So that's going to be proto-civilizations in and around the agency... Uh, dissertation on Cycladic and Minoan female-centered ceramics and late Neolithic culture of Crete. So you get your hands, Ray, on a decent amount of research papers that pertain to uh, Demeter. Now, this is a large amount of reading. So, how do you go about this? Are you skimming, looking for specific things, or are you reading front to back? Um, well, like, you know, first things first, if it's an abstract, I'm just reading that. If I, if whatever I gather from it, I gather from it, and, you know, that's that. If there's not one, um, the title intrigues me, I guess I'm looking for, um, well, Opsokos would be one. As a reference? Yeah, one word to look for, um, the symbol, right? Yeah. Um, you, you know, things we've seen before. So the first thing that you can take away from this is that that symbol is one of many symbols for this goddess. One of maybe four or five. The other thing is that you don't even, I mean, you're skimming rather quickly, but like looking at the words, not reading, you don't see a reference to um, Apsokos at all anywhere in here. Now, when you said that symbol... Which symbol do you mean? The stalk of grain. Just the single stalk okay. of grain, plant matter, whatever that is. I will say, if you spend an hour and a half going through these documents, I'll allow you any information that you're able to find on this goddess on Wikipedia. Much in the same way that we did with Lolita. Okay, cool. I was going to say, like, if you could just, if you want to summarize it off the top of your head, you said it was about... It's a, um, it's a fertility de uh, deity yeah, related to good harvests and the seasons. Um, did I hear... Did you... Did you... Okay, so I guess I want to look into potential offerings and sacrifices. If, if I... Like from, you know, skimming of that. Yeah, it doesn't have mentionings of anything related to strictly human sacrifices or anything oh, yeah. like that. It, it could just be like praying. Just like what, what would appease the god? 
and what would you know like that kind yeah right. praying is mostly the only thing that's that's mentioned uh strictly in these research papers praying and uh you know um monetary contributions to whatever and obviously these are archaic in nature but uh temples that exist yeah can I look under where the money was and see if it's still there yeah it is okay untouched do you take that panel off yeah I'll take it off yeah it is untouched you count it back up and it's still there can I walk into Weiss's bedroom yes bloodstain sitting on the bed oh it's okay roll sanity stepping into here Eighty-nine. Eighty-nine on a forty-four. You're gonna lose two points of sanity. Okay. Anyone follow Roy in or no? No. What's Caleb and Jerry doing? There's no part of this house that we didn't ransack, right? No. It's no. been top to bottomed. Yeah, there's something I want to do in here. Yeah, I don't know. Can I walk back in can I walk back in the study? Yeah. And I want to look now through the A's again. Yeah. Are all the A's gone? Yes, the entire... No, I'm sorry. It has been thinned out. There were more here you have the feeling of. Okay. I just want to make it a point to... Skim what I can, like as much as I can in this study, in this area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you looking for anything in specific? Just everything that might have been taken. Uh, not just the A's, so. Yeah, uh, so you begin going through to see what has been touched and what hasn't. Okay. What are you guys doing? Um, at this point, if I know they're going to be researching for a while, I'll go back out to the car and uh, wait on the radio, see if there's anything that comes through. Okay. Okay. Jerry? Mm. I don't know what there is for me to do in here. Like, what could I even do? We've already checked this place. Basically gutted it. It's pretty dry. Unless he's got stuff hidden in the fucking walls or the floors. You guys already did like a deep, deep dive. Exactly. Uh, Roy, check the backyard. Roy, you come away with the following: uh, decent amount of documents under A have obviously been removed because there's a lower distribution of files filed under there. Uh, a lot of these files are also misplaced. There's D's that are under E's. There's N's that are under M's. Uh, some files aren't neatly put in. They're kind of crumpled and shoved in. So this entire collection, you believe, has been searched through. Uh, same can be said with the books. However, none of the books are missing. There's also a shotgun that is missing from the cabinet. Okay. Yeah, that's same. That's. I mean, that's the shotgun, though, right? Yeah, it's it's an 11, 11 shotguns there that it looks like it fits 12. Okay. 
Okay, so now, okay, so shit looks like it's been jam like quickly misplaced, like jammed, you said jammed into shit? Yeah, I mean, there's a few that are like crumpled and kind of jammed into into place. I pull, I pull the ones out that have been jammed. They seem to be random in nature. Okay. Yeah. What time is it? At this point, we're looking at about three o'clock. I say we go wait for Becker. Yeah, he's going to be able to shed a light on at least something that's in here. More than we can. Caleb? I'm not with you. He's in the car. Oh. Okay. Yeah, let's... I start to walk out. Same. Set up the, uh... Little trap, go out the back, lock it. Do you take the files on, uh, Demeter? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, if you spend some time, hour and a half reading them, you have... Ray has access to any of the information you can pull from Wikipedia. Okay. You guys begin making your way out. Caleb, the radio goes off. Sergeant McNeil. It's Aaron Lang. Do you copy? Uh, how long is it sitting in this car? Did I get this? Uh, you've been sitting there for maybe about like 10 minutes. <clears throat> uh, he's uh, indisposed at the moment. Uh, Caleb, Caleb O'Connor here. They lost the baby. Any, uh, they give any reason, uh, any detail at all? Uh, congenital heart failure. They're telling Nancy now. Uh, just, uh, keep the kid away. Don't let her see her mother like that. Copy that. Over and out. How long till they get in the car? They're probably like making their way out the door at this point. Oh, okay. Yeah, walk back up to the car. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you want to use it, but uh, Lang called. Uh, they uh, they couldn't save the uh, the kid. Yeah, as expected, but, uh, I don't know if there's anything else that, um, would there be any reason that w with this investigation we'd be able to get an autopsy on that baby? You cannot think of a legal reason? Got it. Whoever you make arguments to, and whatever arguments they are, are up to you. Yep. Do 
The one thing that you guys do notice right before you leave is his mailbox has a newspaper sticking out of it, as if mail had been delivered this morning. Go check the mail. Check the mail. Newspapers, and it looks like some sort of bill. Just random BS bill, or... I'll open it. Fuck it. Yeah, you open it. It looks like it's his phone bill. Okay. Um... The one thing that you do notice is the newspaper has a headline. Mm-hmm. Linwood Falls Police Department unveils alarming details of gruesome murders. Linwood Times. What's the date on this? This morning. Okay. I'll skim through it. Does this is this just press conference stuff? Yep. Okay. Alright, that's fine. A basic retelling of the information that has been disclosed on the press conference. Okay. If we still want to... Your picture's there, too. Okay. Maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea to leave that in the mailbox. If we don't want people to think that we've been to this house. Yeah, let's leave it in here. Put it back in. Um, fuck, I opened the phone bill. Whatever. Yep. I don't, let's fucking... Close it up, like fold it under itself, put it back in. Mm-hmm. Go back in the uh go go back in the car. Yep. Okay. Let's take a poll. We can go to the hospital and look at the dead baby. Or we can go back and wait for Becker. I think that Lang has it covered. I, I don't I don't think we're gonna get much out of it if we go right now to see this baby. Yeah. I don't think so either. Not worth trying to, you know, cause a scene potentially in the hospital with the nurses and the doctors trying to look at something they don't want us to see. Yeah. Unless they uh What's the hold usually on a corpse like this? I know it's morbid, but it might be the only one thinking that we need to find out more. What is the hold on this? Is there some kind of roll we can... You can roll law if you want. Can I help him? Yeah. What'd you get, Caleb? Nine on a 33. You got better or worse than that? I failed, yeah. So... Nine on a 33. It's a baby that has, for all intents and purposes, died of natural causes. You have no way to tie this into the case that you have at this point in time. Whatever arguments you make, like I said, that's its own thing. The child died of natural causes, as far as the hospital is concerned. What are the usual next steps, then? Like, does it get sent to a funeral home? It's up to the parents. It's completely up to the parents. Whether the child is buried in the normal avenues or if the parents decide to just have the city cremate. It's up to the parents.
Is there a way where we can possibly legally get Davy Jones to look at this baby? I mean, it might be wrong. I don't know if she's going to want to cremate this kid. That seems like her... If the logic follows that she tried to kill this kid, then it would make sense that she'd want to have it done with as soon as possible. What if we call and say that we're part of this investigation is on the father? And we're still waiting to see what the father wants to do with the remains of the child. Who Do we know the father? Does the hospital know we don't know the father? I think that if they need a warrant, that we would need written... Something written for them. Fuck it. But maybe we do have to go to the hospital. <laughs> maybe we do. Right? Because what if they get rid of the baby? How are we going to stop it? We need to know if that baby has a black heart. They would have said that. Maybe they didn't know until they opened it up. I mean, we could just get a read on one of the doctors. If they're willing to talk to us. Did Lang say anything about a black heart? No, you can. I mean, here. I just said it was heart failure. Uh, Lang, this is Sergeant McNeil. Do you copy? I was just about to walk away, but yeah, I do. Did the doctor say anything about a black heart? No, no, they just said heart failure. They didn't say any kind of color. Is there any way you could, I don't know, talk to them for us? Maybe ask them if you could get a little bit more detail? Sarge, you just give me five minutes. I'll get you everything you need to know. (laughs) I'll go ask him. What do you want me to ask? Ask if it was... I don't know, some sort of minor heart failure common in drug-abusing mothers. Ask if the heart was fucking black. Can you do that? In route, over and out. Copy that. Minute passes. Two minutes. Three minutes, four, five, six. Sergeant, you read me? I copy. Uh, so they said a heart defect. They said that it was probably inherited at some point. They also said that the drug abuse probably had a big effect on it. Strictly speaking, uh, I asked about discoloration. Uh, they said there was none of the sort. What do we think? I think maybe she just did it on purpose. Maybe she. We just have to question her when she's healed up. I think. Yeah, maybe she I don't got know what if she there's much, much we can get here. Yeah. 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 Poor child. All right, let's go back to the station. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. All right. Sarge. Thank you, Lang. That's all we need for now. All right. Just a heads up that uh, well, Nancy does know now. Uh, they told her uh, as I came in. She is not taking it well, as I imagine she wouldn't. Um. It's really it's really rough right now. Uh, I'm requesting to be allowed to come back to the station and have someone relieve me so I can get Laura somewhere else. Sure, Lang, we'll send someone um, as soon as we get back. And uh, once they show up to relieve you, you and Laura can come back. Copy that. Over and out. Alright, drive over to the station. To the station. En route to the station, back to home base, with several developments. That's where we're going to pick up next session. Thanks for listening to this episode of LFVCU, a Nasty Table production.